One thing that I talk a lot about on this podcast is the balance between self-care and business. And that's because if we don't take care of ourselves, we won't be able to effectively run our businesses. We can't ignore the conversations that happen around being a business owner and how that affects our stress levels and mental health. I've seen firsthand how running a business can put a strain on our mental health and what happens if there's no one to talk to that can help. If you've reached a point where you might be feeling stressed, anxious, depressed, or overwhelmed, then my sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private, online environment at your own convenience. And with a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network, you can find access to help that may not otherwise be available in your area and request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com strategy. That's BetterHelp.com slash strategy. Welcome to Strategy for Creatives, business minus the bullshit. Whether you're new in business or find yourself in a season of change, get ready to build a strategy, create an action plan, and crush those goals. I'm Sasha, host of Strategy for Creatives, and I help female-led businesses grow their brands in authentic, measurable, and meaningful ways without the stress. There's no sugar coating here. I'm serving up real tips and actionable steps you can take to help get you organized, get off the path to burnout, and grow your brand like a boss. So go ahead, pull up a chair, grab a notepad, and let's talk business. Welcome to Strategy for Creatives Business Minus the Bullshit. I, of course, am your host, Sasha. And today we are having a money conversation. Now, you all know that I talk a lot about pricing your worth and becoming a CEO, CFO in your business and why it's so important to get a good handle on your business. And so I wanted to start, especially going into the new year, having a conversation about how to set up your business the right way so that way you're thinking about the things you should be when it comes to managing the money in your business. And so to do that today, I have Michelle Mitchell with me today who is a financial strategist and business coach and she is an expert in all things business, finances, and growth. So before starting Mitchell Consulting, she spent 10 years working in corporate financing wishing she had the freedom to use her expertise and skills in a way that aligned with her passion and allowed her to be present in the rest of her life. She started Mitchell Consulting and never looked back. She loves to coach and educate professional women who feel stuck and overwhelmed, and her genuine desire is to see women succeed, which compels her to deliver expert advice and actionable information in a compassionate and non-judgmental manner, which I love all of the way. I actually follow Michelle on Instagram. I love all of the advice that she gives, even in her Instagram posts. So Michelle, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sasha, for having me. I appreciate it. I'm so excited you're here. And like I said, I follow you on Instagram. Um, <laughs> so I that's how I kind of got, uh, I guess, started to know about your business. So why don't you just 
tell us a little bit about kind of what you do in your business and yeah. why you decided finally to leave your job and kind of get into all of that. Ooh, you want me to go way back there? <laughs> you don't have to go too far back. Yeah. Well, I started Mitchell Consulting um, after being a stay-at-home mom, actually, for wow. quite some time. Uh, I was in corporate America and was laid off from my job. I feel like that's going to be, yeah. unfortunately, some folks' reality Yeah. the next couple of months with the way the yeah. economy is going. Right. So I was laid off from my job, but, you know, my passion was to be home with my children. Um, but yet I was bored, right? So I started um, helping nonprofits with their finances um, because I do have a degree in accounting and a couple master's degrees. And that's where I started getting my feet wet before I started Mitchell Consulting is just helping nonprofits like set up their financials and, you know, get a system together so that they can track what they were doing. And that led into Mitchell Consulting, where we primarily help business owners in the um, professional services space and, you know, coaches, consultants, um, people that create something based on their knowledge. Yeah. Um, so, and I love helping women entrepreneurs because they are the catalyst to the next generation. And if your children are watching, you don't have to tell them what you're doing because they will emulate what you do. And if I can help empower and strengthen women business owners to create more profits in their business so they can spend more time on the things that they love, which one of them is just their family, right? Um, I am very passionate about that. And financial literacy education is so important for women entrepreneurs. So I love all yes. of that. I love what you said too about just if your children will watch what you do. Because mm-hmm. uh, I mentioned before we started recording, my son is sitting in the living room eating his lunch and watching TV. And he he knows that I sit in my office and I work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, he doesn't really understand what that means. But we had to kind of teach him that mommy works at home and that daddy, daddy goes to work. So daddy goes mm-hmm. and gets lunch money. But I, <laughs> I hope he understands a little bit that I do work. Yes. <laughs> Um, But let's kind of talk about um, when it comes to finances. I talk a lot about why it's really important to know your numbers, how it can help you make better business decisions. And really, you can't make good ones unless you understand like where your money's coming in and where it's going out. So as we're going into the new year, and by the time this comes out, it'll probably be 2023 already. What would you say are some things that we should be doing to kind of set our businesses up financially to prepare for the new year, to make sure that come essentially the middle of the year or the end of next year, we're not (laughs) stressed out because we haven't been doing anything right. Right, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, so one of the first things I would tell someone is review what what you've already done. Like, where did your income come from? What expenses did you have? Um, And... Take a look at what you don't want to do anymore or what was not as profitable for you anymore. And don't do those things in the new year. (laughs) Like, just stop. (laughs) Because we only want to do things that are actually making us profit. 
So um, I would take a look at those two things. One, your revenue streams of where money came in Mm -hmm. and take a look at how profitable you were for each of those service lines that you provided. And then take a look at your expenses because there are some expenses that will not transfer into the next year. Um, So take a look at what those are and how much does it cost you to actually run your business? Um, That's the operational piece of those expenses. But there's also within the expense part, uh, what are investments into your business versus expenses for operations. Can you just, I, so I know the difference between that, but could you, could you just like talk a little bit about what that means? Because I think some people don't really, essentially a lot of people I think, think everything is, if it's income, it's an expense, you know, if it's, it's one or the other, not necessarily that investment piece. Yeah. So when you're thinking about what's an investment in your business is like, what return will you get for creating this expense. So for instance, hiring someone in your business is a reflection of increasing capacity in the business. So therefore it's not an expense, it's an investment into the business because now you have more capacity to do the thing that you're passionate about anyway. Um, so I wouldn't look at it as an expense because you get a return for that increased capacity. Um, it could be an investment into a software program or um, because that will help you increase capacity. Or it could be an investment into a training program mm. that will increase your knowledge so that you have more knowledge that you can then in turn sell and can create a revenue stream from the knowledge. So therefore it's not an expense. It's an investment because you'll see it on your top line, which is revenue, which is what you want. Right. (laughs) So in that, in those kind of examples, then something that's an expense would kind of be something that's probably a little bit more reoccurring, like maybe, um, your a subscription fee that you're paying to like Dubsado or something like right. that. Like that's something that's considered more of an expense versus it's an expense, an but Dubsado is also an investment because it frees your time as yeah. well. Because it's that time leverage, right? You can do more because you have Dubsado uh, in your business because you can create automation workflows. Yes, yeah. love me some Dubsado. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay. So once we kind of, and I'm glad you started there because, um, it, I think money is a scary thing. Finances are a scary thing, especially when it comes to business. And I know so many women business owners who don't really, they're scared to kind of look at kind of what did I do last year? Because what if that number means like you mentioned a lot about revenue and profit and what if there is none? (laughs) Right. (laughs) so after we kind of go and look at how the past year has been and kind of what's coming forward um what what do you suggest next steps are from that like so we've gotten rid of or we we plan on getting rid of the the things that aren't making us money we figured out kind of what expenses are going to be carried over versus what was probably a one-time purchase or something that we just did last year so 
once we do that, kind of where should our mind be at this point? (laughs) Your mind should be at um, what is your financial goal for the year? So in order to develop the financial goal, you need to have a vision of where your business is going long term and then back into what that next year's goal is going to be, the financial goal. Once you have the financial goal, and I want women, ladies, I really want (laughs) you to think about how much money do you want to bring into your household? Because that will determine how you're pricing your services. Yes. Thank you. So it's such, this is such a layered topic. It is. And yes. I talk about it. I, I've talked about bits and pieces of this in a lot of different episodes. So I'm glad you're kind of reiterating that because I think I, I just see, especially creative women, yes. especially who they, they, a lot of women start businesses either as a side business or it's a hobby or something like that. And, and going into it, you know, it's like, oh, I just, you know, I, I kind of want to do this thing. I can't imagine paying more for this thing than mm-hmm. what I'm charging. So why would anybody else do that? Mm-hmm. And then you end up burned out because you're not charging mm-hmm. enough or you hate your clients because you're not charging enough and therefore mm-hmm. not getting the kind of caliber of clients that you want. And so that idea of like, it, yes, like think about how much money you want to make first because yeah. that you can, if you work backwards from that and you realize that you're, 80 bucks an hour or, you know, $80 for an entire project that it's never going to get you even close to that. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you got to have that number in mind. So if you're a solopreneur um, and I don't know, I think your audience may be in the solopreneur range. And you're right? in the stages, either solopreneurship or hoping, hoping. to grow, right? Okay, we're we're trying it. to get a growing business. Yes, we're trying to get a growing business. But it starts with you first. So decide, like, how much money do I need to bring home every week or every month, right? And then, okay, what services can I offer? And how many of each of those services or um, creations I can make that will help me bring that amount of money into my household. Then that can determine, like, how are you going to price it? Because if you need to do a hundred different projects in order to make the money you want to make, then maybe if you increase your rates, then you could do less projects and still bring home the money that you need to make in your business. Yes. Um, and when you, de- when you decide to start having a team member, the way your financial goal is set, you have to include your payment yep. to that team member, right? So it's expansion of your mindset. Yes. When you begin to think about your financial goals because it's not just about you. You got to generate enough revenue to cover what you want to bring home, to cover your operational expenses, and to set aside for taxes. Yes. So, you know, that might impact how much you charge per service that you offer or per project that you do. It's a lot to consider. It is a lot to consider, but I I think, again, 
if you know your big picture of yes. what your goal is and cause we're yes. really big on goals here on the podcast. I'm, ve- mm-hmm. I'm very much goals. Knowing that number can help you work backwards. So maybe I do want to grow my team this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then what does that mean? My prices have to be right. right. So if I know I need to pay X amount per project to this person, maybe I need right. to raise my prices in order mm-hmm. to get there. So I, 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 again, ladies, everyone listening have a, like, goals yes <laughs> in your business help you if you put it on paper and you work backwards and figure out like what you need it just makes things a lot more attainable um and kind of realistic almost too because sometimes mm-hmm. if we have a big financial number um it we might not be able to reach that you know that number feasibly within like the next year because we have to cut expenses or increase what we're charging or things like that. But at least having an understanding of where you're financially can help you figure out what you need to do. Right. So I do want to ask you as someone who, who works with others in finance, how, what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see people making when it comes to finances in their Ooh. business? One of the biggest mistakes that I see is people commingling funds, mm. especially <laughs> for people who are doing a side hustle or they're just getting started in business. Um, that separation of business and personal is so important because um, if we go back and think about at the beginning of the pandemic, when all the resources were available for entrepreneurs, if you didn't have a clear distinction between what was personal and what was business, you couldn't get help. Mm-hmm. So that really is one of the biggest mistakes. And one of the habits that um, I like to teach women to do from the jump, just make it completely separate. They're two separate entities. Yes. So you have your personal life and you have your business life and you su- you should treat it as such. So, yes, I like that you say that because I think a lot of people don't think about separating their finances until they are at a point where they might be making money and they don't realize that it can cause problems from them yes. going down the road in the future. So, yes. I I appreciate that you said that. Um, so. I guess kind of just one kind of question to wrap it up. So just to kind of recap for everyone listening, when you are going into the new year, you want to make sure that you are looking back and kind of figuring out what services need to be dropped, what ser- what expenses aren't carrying forward, kind of where you are financially, figure out your goals for the new year, figure out where you want to be financially and any changes that you want to make from that. Um, separate your finances if you haven't done so already. But if you could offer one kind of overall tip for advice for someone who's trying to grow their business um, when it comes to kind of managing their business financials, what would that be? I would say get the advice of a professional because uh, you don't know what you don't know about finances, right? So, even just a consultation will help you and give you some direction, right? Um, so I that that would be my biggest advice is to seek out professional help, uh, especially if you're in the beginning and you can see some traction in your business because 
if you make a mistake in the beginning, um, eventually it's a snowball. snowball, Absolutely. And then you have to find a professional to help you. (laughs) Right. And then that's going to cost you more money. So get it done right in the beginning. And then at least you have a foundation that you can work on. I am so happy you said that. I am a big (laughs) proponent of outsourcing and finding people who work in their zone of genius to help you stay in your zone and just help manage the other aspects of their business. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that you said all of that. Um, You can find or learn more about Michelle. She's at MitchellConsultingService.com and you can actually book a free consultation with her to determine the factors that are holding your business back from financial growth. So if you have any financial questions, I will put all of her information in the show notes so that you can check her out. Um, Follow on her on Instagram. Is it just Mitchell Consulting on Instagram? Yes, it's just Mitchell Consulting on Instagram. Follow her on Instagram. She offers even just great advice even on Instagram. Um, That's how I found her. I loved her. Um, I love everything that you do on Instagram. It's just such tangible little nuggets of advice that are just very useful. So I appreciate that. But thank you so much for being on the show today. You are so welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Are you ready to up-level your business? Join the five-day Be Your Own CEO Challenge. All the details are available on the website at www.buy-sasha.com. If you like what you heard, make sure you rate and review. It really helps other people find the show. And of course, follow and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms. Want to follow me on social? I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Strategy by Sasha. Make sure you tune in next Tuesday for more business tips.